Yeah. The slapstick's back! (laughs) After a long quarantine hiatus, (laughs) I am here with my hippie wife, Brooke. And I I looked, and I hadn't been online, and I didn't know what to do. And I'd see that we're up to a thousand people downloading this thing. Uh, From the United States, I'm reading this, from Australia, Argentina, Brazil, Canada, Poland, and Singapore. So thank you to my Singaporean friends. Um, So I was sitting here and I'm like, well, I paid for my Podbean subscription for a year. I haven't done a podcast forever. We all have in quarantine. I was going to do a solo one and Brooke's like, you know what? Let's do one together. So we're doing one together. And I think it's going to be lights out because it's going to be about hunting. And hippies, or as I like to say, cowboys and hippies. And we started off breathing together. Three deep breaths. Three deep breaths. Just to drop in. All right. Here's our agenda. I like to lead it out. I'm going to talk about my ice fishing, and I want to do podcasts with those guys, and it just didn't pan out because it's kind of a a fun time with the boys. Uh, Brooke and I actually went hunting together in the past, antelope hunting. We were going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, today I applied for the most tags I've applied for in a very long time. Uh, the turkey season coming up here this spring. Brooke made a game, and then she wanted to talk a little bit about our, about our lifestyles, uh, and then our life in general. So with that being said, I'm going to introduce her. This is Brooke Fassell, my wife, mother of our, between the two of us, seven wonderful children. So Brooke, go ahead and say something about yourself. Well, I think maybe for the purposes of this interview, I'll just tell you that Nate and I got married in September, so we're like newlyweds, I would say, still. And we are like very complimentary um, in that we're very different. And so, um, whereas Nate's more of a, well, you've met him at this point, (laughs) I have a master's degree in counseling. I'm a yoga teacher. So my profession actually right now is as a Um, private yoga teacher. I work with high-stress professionals to help them find their zen in life. And um, yeah, like Nate said, we have seven kids between the two of us. And the only child that we actually share is neither one of ours, is um, Grace. Grace, we're both uh, Grace's guardians. So yeah. she lost her parents. So we have one is an orphan, <laughs> one's in college, and um, the rest of them span all the way down to five years old. We should have named her Annie. <laughs> anyways, so anyways, over here, master. I have a master's degree as well. You do? Do and your not, friends know about that? No, not a lot of people. But I also enjoy <laughs> games. So tonight, for tonight's podcast, we'll actually play two games. And the first one, you're all a part of. So oh, wait, hold on. It's this a drinking game. Okay. Yep, it's a, and then I'll, I'm leaving. Yep. Okay, so leave the room and close your ears. I don't want you to cheat. So, audience, every time Nate says the phrase, lights out, you take a drink. The phrase is, lights out. Okay. Nate, come on back. Okay, and then All he's right. going to say one too. So this could end up being a wild night for a lot of you. I'm going to step out and then he'll say the phrase that yeah, I like say. Yeah, like a thousand it. people, one of which is Singaporean. Shut the door. I don't know what she said, but anytime you bring up Shit's Creek with her, it's going to be a party. All right, Brooke. Brooke? Are we good? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do it. Let's hit the agenda. So we're going to talk about hunting and fishing because that's what I talk about. So the first thing is my ice fishing experiences this year. So I went out with the boys from Monty. Wanted to do a podcast, but you get out on the ice, you never do that. And I don't bring my computer. I don't bring my little snowball microphone and that stuff. Should have on my phone and that, but this year was great as usual. We went out of, uh, we went out of border view i think it was up in up in um bought a great place sportsman's is great wigwam's great zipple's great i love all of them 
Uh, this year, I think the limit was like four walleyes and two soccer saw guys. So six. When we it was one of those things. We had seven of us, so we could have caught our. Let me see, forty-two. And every day we caught about thirty fish. You know, and we had a fish fry and did all that stuff. And it was great. Um, then I went up to Bitter with some other college buddies. I went, you know, Lake of the Woods. We go with eight guys that grew up in, in Montevideo, Minnesota. Um, Bitter were some guys I met in Brookings and that stuff. Super slow. We went, oh, I don't even know what it was, sometime in February and that stuff. And it just turned off is what, what the guy said. We didn't, you know, we had a shack and that stuff. We play a lot of cards. We ended up catching like one perch, that kind of thing, you know. Kind of embarrassing, but but uh, not what you're looking for when we're ice fishing and that. So kind of a fun little year. This year, my boys, uh, including Brooks boys, um, brought up... Uh, going ice fishing more so i'm gonna buy one of those insulated eskimo six man portables i've got the eskimo auger and that stuff and they've been begging me to go out and, and the boys at uh, at my workplace i never bring it up we're talking about doing a actually family workplace uh fishing tournament uh come in january and that stuff so should be a good time should be a good uh good enjoyable year getting on the ice that's one of my favorite things i don't I don't really summer fish very much, really at all, but I really love sitting in the ice and that. So can I ask a wife question about this? Mm. Where is the igloo going to be when it's not on the ice? Here? <laughs> it folds up. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, cool. <clears throat> all right, so the next agenda point. That trip with me. You want to talk about, we went antelope hunting together. Go ahead. What do you think about it? Well, I'm going to start by saying this. I grew up in like a Mr. Rogers neighborhood type of a household. And the first time I ever saw a gun in my entire life was when I met Nate. So like it's been a very steep like orientation into, you know, even what? Like being comfortable, I guess. Oh, that's fine. We're bringing you to the libertarian party. <laughs> so. Um, oh, hold on. 420. Not to interrupt, I'm interrupting. Right. Libertarian Party. All I want to do is smoke weed at my gay friend's wedding while I'm carrying my pistol. I don't like weed. But I do like pistols and I have gay friends. Yeah. Go ahead. Sometimes <laughs> weed can be helpful. <laughs> so um, when Nate actually asked me to go hunting, um, I was a little hesitant because I believe it was November. October. Oct so it was, here in South Dakota, it's like, you know, beginning of winter in October and I don't like to be cold. Um, and I had all these thoughts in my head, but of course, when someone invites you into their world, you say yes. And I feel like, um, Nate, you've always done a really good job of saying yes and entering my world, whether it's going to yoga festivals or, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever else it is that I think is important in my life, you always show up. So, of course. Is it dark? <laughs> I was worried it might be a little dark. Oh, I'm sorry. Just a little dark. So the first thing I did was go to the Great Outdoors store here in Sioux Falls, and I bought... Oh my god, Moira. <laughs> I bought <laughs> smart wool socks, hunting boots, an Arcteryx coat. I bought um, leg warmers. John! <laughs> <laughs> and what else did I buy? Anyway, so I stocked up on everything I needed, and we headed out across the state, and um, right in the middle of the state is a place called Al's Oasis. And this was one of my favorite things. If you've not looked up Al's Oasis, you can Google. And if you ever make it there, you have to go and you have to have pie. So, <laughs> and ever since um, that trip, that going to Al's Oasis and eating pie has been like, I don't know, just tradition. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a buffalo burger and salad bar. That's my favorite thing there. Also, Easter was great, but yes. Yeah. I love that with you. Keep so, going. I loved watching you actually prepare for the trip, too, like packing coolers and, like, you know, I don't know, being super aware of the things that you would need, bringing everything from, like, toilet paper to towels. I mean, I was impressed. <laughs> and we 
took with us pulling behind the truck a camper, which I'd never done before either. Yeah, yeah. And we a lot of hand talking going on here. By the way, it was a video. Keep going. <laughs> and we made it all the way into the beautiful Black Hills and found it was honestly it was a really beautiful campsite near a little lake. Would you call it a lake a pond? Uh, we were at Belfouche. But there was Belfouche. like a pond. Yeah, it was a, a reservoir. Yeah, and it was freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. And when we got there, it was dark. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the camper that we had been pulling became, well, it was flat when we were pulling it, and it in, inflated, it grew in size times at least four or five because it popped up. Yes. Which I'd never seen before. Did, what, did you, what did you ask me? <laughs> I said, holy shit, this popped up. What do you call this? I go, it's called a pop-up camper. <laughs> <laughs> and it has curtains. <laughs> yes, that was a big thing. And then we cooked there that night, and you're like, it you has a stove? <laughs> and a heater. Yeah. And a heater. And it was freezing cold, so we slept in our coats and hats. Yeah, and... yeah. My mom was pretty solid. When my grandpa passed, she bought me this pop-up camper that had, like, kings on each end and that stuff, so it extends out its... It's a, I love that camper. It was very cozy. I took a lot of CBD oil. We listened to the AM FM radio. Yes, I'm an AM FM radio kind of guy. Yeah. And we had like a really cozy night. Yeah. So, oh, what else? So what was... else did you think of Antelope Hunt? Well, <laughs> I, f I, I mean, I really enjoyed like, as a non-hunter, I don't see what I, I think a hunters train themselves to see. Like, I, I didn't, I never saw any antelope, honestly. Um, we saw a lot of antelope. But I, I oh. think I only saw them as they were, like, running oh, away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, when you would see something and stalk it and, like, get serious, I just, I just was along for the ride. Mm. But um, also, as somebody who's never hunted, like, I didn't understand or I was surprised by all the rules. Mm. Like, you have to get out your GPS all the time, and even if you see an antelope, it doesn't mean you can shoot it. It has to be only on the land that you're approved for. Yeah, that's true. And I was really surprised that people follow those rules, because I would just want probably to just shoot, shoot an it. antelope. Yeah, yep. Um, and I also never knew about how if you do shoot something, you have to disassemble it. <laughs> Butcher it, yes. field dress it, yeah. Yeah. So I was like a little worried about that encounter, and um, I guess you can back up. Why don't you talk about the actual hunting? Because I feel like I was just kind of like watching you. Oh, the first day was good. We went out later in the year, and anybody that knows goats, it's like one of those things, opening day. They're just not used to you. And we went late in the year. They were pretty sketchy after getting some bullets flung. We went out in Butte County. And the first day we had some good stock. Beautiful weather. Good stocks. And uh, I had a buck and a doe kid tag. And, you know, just was getting picked off. Didn't know the land. You know, one of those things went out. We went Friday through Monday. So Friday we got there. And then I think Saturday we scouted more than anything in the morning and then went out and trekked. And then Sunday, after we knew the lay of the land, we had some good chances. And it's one of those things where you could sit down in the drainage and pop a hill. And I decided to pop a hill. And I'm like, oh, we're too far. And we kind of got picked off. And the drainage was the way to go. And that was that was a pretty good herd. That was like 30 goats in there. And there were some, you know, not trophies or anything, but there were a nice buck or two in there. So that kind of stunk. Um, and, you know... The one thing I learned about that trip was just have, well, not the one thing. I just had a great time. Like, you know, I, I'm not one of those people like, oh, I go out there for a great time and just carry a heavy stick. I want to shoot something. But I had a freaking blast with you. You know, we did some cool stuff where like, you know, it's kind of crappy weather. It's this and that. We were hunting a few days and we, what, were we there five days? Maybe it was five days. No, I'm positive. Four, three, three nights? Ma maximum three nights. Okay. Anyways, but then we would go into Deadwood when the weather got kind of crappy, grab a burger and that stuff. And it was fun snowing. Stuff. Yeah, it was. It was snowing and my feet were wet by the end of that. That was a long day. And my legs... Yeah, we walked 11 miles that one day. And my legs were very tired. 
And as somebody who at the time was a spin instructor also and had a very heavy workout um, regimen in my every single day life, like I was very sore and tired. Yeah. A lot of mud. A lot of gumbo. It was a lot boots. of mud. Yes. I think my boots are still muddy from that trip. They are. They are. Yeah. I forgot about that. So yeah, that was a good trip. And I love Belfouche. You loved the gas station. Oh, I loved all of our friends at the gas station. Yeah, you didn't know any other names, but Brooke makes friends easy. We went to Spearfish. We went to Spearfish and had some fun, too. At the Bean. Yeah, Coffee Bean. The Coffee Bean. No, Coffee, whatever, Grinder or something. Yeah. (laughs) That was fun. So we had a great trip there. And then our next agenda topic. Oh, tags applied for. So today, this is selfish, just about me. I applied... For a lot of tags, and I was going to talk about the tags I got for this, coming up for this fall. My buddy Jake, he'll be listening, he talked me into applying for the New Mexico big time units and that stuff, which I love New Mexico and that's like straight head to head, no preference, no cubed and that stuff. He applied as well and we kind of made the deal, if we both get a tag, we're both going to take a week off and go with one another. And then I applied... For all my South Dakota elk units, I'm getting really close, excuse me, I think, on some of those tags. And then um, uh, the big one was this year. It's like, I'm at year, I thought it was nine, but with this year, it'll be year eight in Minnesota Bear. I talked with, you know, a little outfitter and that stuff. Great husband and wife deal and that. And I think I'm going to... Well, I should, with that many years, draw whatever I want. And that's kind of a little bucket list one for me, to be able to go up to Minnesota, get a rug. I love Barros and that stuff. So that happened, and then I'm on, I didn't realize the main lotto, like as you get up, they up your points and that stuff. But I applied for 10, really 10, 10 names in a hat for my, uh, main moose and that stuff, so... Hopefully this year we get a little bit of a little bit of hunting. My buddy Chris, um, he's been applying to the hills and that stuff. I'm going with him. Hopefully, my buddy Jake get to go out to his ranch, West River and that stuff. So for deer and that. So, anyways, a but little also, bit go. You will be an hour north of where we got married. Yes, for bear. That's the thing. If I go up that week before, I'm done hunting the day everybody drives up for annual family vacation do a shout out at Grandview Lodge which we absolutely love I love I that's love. that's one of those places where every single year I'm gonna go back to with our family I love that place it's the only trip they're invited on yeah it's absolutely <laughs> true yeah yeah so those were the tags I applied for uh, our next agenda topic sorry I'm scrolling uh, it's turkey season so turkey season's coming up this next weekend with Corona and that stuff, we didn't dare go Easter, and this last weekend we didn't go, but I'm going out with the Veet brothers and meeting up with Jake, too, hopefully in his son Colt, and uh, this year I drew early season hills, Custer State Park, and then if I go back, late season hills, I've got a prairie tag with Tad, Seth, and Dennis, some of those ice fishing buddies they went with up at Bitter. And I got bow tag just for wherever statewide. So I got five turkey tags this year. And one of the things I've learned is I love making schnitzel and I love making legs and that stuff. So that's going to be kind of fun hopefully this spring here. And I know someone's looking at me with separation anxiety right now. But <laughs> don't worry. It'll be all fine. <laughs> I don't all right. when you go. I know. All right. So the next one we have is Brooke made a game and that stuff. And she wanted to play it. I think she sold it from Andy Warhol. Um, no, Andy Cohen. I know, I'm trying to be funny. My, Andy Cohen. One of my best friends. Yeah, your best friends. Uh, she also did John Mayer online. Yep, he doesn't know. Yeah, but also Adam Levine. And also Adam yeah, Levine. He, does he know? He never DM'd me yeah, back. Yeah, I bet. Okay. okay, so anyways, so Brooke's got a game, okay. and I'm changing the podcast format up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I thought... You know, I'm a game. I like to play games. I'm like, I love to have lots of fun. And so tonight we're playing kind of like the newlywed game, I would say, because I would say we're still like newlyweds. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> because it's hot to be so, newlyweds. So, Alexa, 
Are you being Alexa right now? No. Oh, not a little bit, Alexa? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting very dark. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, we have to... You're going to write down the answer. Do we have to write? Well, how else will I know you're not cheating? I'm not going to cheat. Okay, so... Let's give you a light. Okay, I'll just say if you're right or wrong. Okay. How's that? Okay, so we have to say, what is your partner's favorite physical attribute about you? All right. Scene. Okay. Go ahead, ladies first. I think you like my butt the best. (sighs) Yeah. 100%. 100%. I get a point then. Okay. Oh, there's points? Yes. Okay. What about me? Legs. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're tied. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, what is your, my, what is my, you, I'm what asking is you, your my? What, is my, what is my favorite vacation memory that we've had together? First time in Scottsdale. Does it need to be more specific? No. I think the first time we went to Scottsdale together for your birthday. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. But you, you, I thought you, we need probably. Okay. Um, and your favorite vacation with us, I think, was... Um, I'm going to have to go with that one, too, because we went back again. Scottsdale. Scottsdale when I turned 40. Yeah. Okay. I love that one. Super tied. That's, yeah. (laughs) I turned 40 and immediately started getting terrible aches and pains in my body like two hours later. That's true. (laughs) Ibuprofen. Okay. Um, Who made the first move? Me. You. Okay. God, we're so tied. Um, what is... Oh, this this question is for me is different than for you. So I'm answering, what's Nate's bucket list hunting trip? Yeah. Is this number one? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you're, and then you're answering just where do I... Where's my bucket what's list your bucket travel? What's your Unless like, you want to go hunting. I don't know. Okay. Um, so your favorite or bucket list hunting trip, you talk about um, Alaska and bears in Alaska. I don't know. I think that's right. No, moose. Okay. What is it? Alaska, Rocky Mountain goats. Fuck. I was so sorry. <laughs> you can swear on here. Okay. I hope the kids aren't in the room. Um, <laughs> I love that you did the Alexa hand movement. It's very dark. <laughs> it's a little dark. That got dark. What about me? What's my bucket list trip? I got one in mind, and it's more mine, but I think we talked. Okay. Is it Costa Rica? No? It's alright if you say no. Well, remember when I went to New York for a training last fall, and you missed me so much that you booked every trip that I would ever want to go on? Iceland. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, I already did that. Shit. So hopefully we're not in quarantine. <laughs> we're not going to be in quarantine. This summer, so we so, can still go. We're going to Iceland over the 4th of July. And I, so it's 0-0. Zero, zero. I missed that one. Yes, we both sucked at that. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, so favorite food? Taco. No. Oh. Euros. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you? I know what you say you like. I'm going to say it's nachos. Oh, shit. That's my favorite death food. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It, you're like, oh, salmon salad. No one says salmon salad. Is, if I, you're on your deathbed, it's nachos. It's nachos. I win. Okay. God, you did win. Okay. You got a big win. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. You said favorite animal. Yeah. I don't really have, like, you have one. Oh, I, you know mine though, right? Well, that's why I thought I was going to win now. Oh. Is it Butterfly? No. What? That used to be my spirit guide. Okay. But it's not anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, what's your favorite animal? <laughs> the bison. Shit. <laughs> I love a bison. All right. What's mine? Um, 
The twirly goat. No. Green winged teal duck. God, I love that animal. Oh, okay. <laughs> we really both lost that. So. You're <laughs> here. <laughs> okay. Okay, what is my favorite part of life with you? I have two in my mind. So I'm just going to say this one. I think, God, it's like they're both the same, but I'm going to be specific. No, I'm just going to say dinner with me. It yeah, doesn't. yeah. I mean, I feel like, like this is like kind of gross, but like, I feel like, I, like I just love my life with you. Like I love a car ride with you. I love having oh. dinner with oh, you. No, like, you love... can't do that. Oh. So what was it? Yeah, I think dinner is probably one of my No, favorites. it's not one of them. What was your answer? Um, I don't really have an answer. Well, that's well, the okay. worst. Okay, so though, the, part, my, the part of my life that I love the most with you yeah. is that, like, you always make me feel really special. Like, oh no, you do. Like, so you're always telling me how hot my butt looks. Oh. Or... <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that I didn't get then. Okay. So what's what's mine? Um, you like it when I make the first move. It's actually dinner with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to go and have dinner with you. Okay. But thank you for that. This is going to be the weirdest podcast where it was like, it was about hunting and it turned into Dr. Phil bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, so, thanks for the game. No, oh. it's not done. We had um, 11, I thought you said. Oh, yeah. Movie. What's your favorite movie? Or what's my favorite movie? Oh, Dove. Lonely Dove. Wild Dove. I will give it to you. It's Lonesome Dove. <laughs> I'm going to go with you. Is it what dreams may come? It might be. Oh, it might be? You can't just be like, well, I really well, want to win. at the time, like, yeah, I might say that, but I'd love to go back and watch it and see if I still feel that way. Oh, it's, it's been a long super time. tight. It is a good movie. Is there another one? Um, oh. What's my signature dance move? Oh, Running Man. Really? Oh my God. You did it tonight during <laughs> a, we had a quarantine teacher's parade and Brooke started doing the Running Man down the sidewalk because we saw the parade three times during our walk. I'm away. enthusiastic. That's one of the best things about yes. me. Yes. What's mine? Snap. Not at all. What is it? Jitterbug. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we did it. I think I won. I think you won. I won by one. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty dark. A little dark for me. Yeah. Just for me. Oh. Things are getting There's a little, little, little dark for me. All right. So then we have Brooke's game. Oh, and then she wanted to talk about our lifestyle together. Differences. I wrote down fasting and things like that. So you go ahead and shoot. Well. And then we have life in general. Sure. Go ahead. So yeah, just maybe. Just talk about life. One, I think one of the things that we, well, one of the things that we've incorporated into our life is fasting. And basically that's just long periods of time without eating. And we've been doing this for a year now. Yeah. Where on the equinox of every, well, I'll back up. Every Monday we have a lunch date. We go downtown and Nate leaves work and I... Just I do my workout in the morning and shower. We meet downtown and we have this salad bar. Yeah, you'd say Minerva. At Minerva. I would say yeah. Every single Monday. Now we're missing it. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Crazy. We'll get right to now. the closing thoughts, but go ahead. I I miss that place, that moment. Like Brooke and I. Uh, oh, I'm not interrupting because conversation, but like the thing that I love is that every Monday. I block off lunch. I just have and how I long since we've been married? Every Monday we've missed a few for vacations, but really we've gone about every Monday. And if she has an appointment, we move it to like a Tuesday or Wednesday. But once a week we go down to Minerva's and we have a salad bar. We like Mondays mostly because it's a dollar off, and not to <laughs> save a dollar off. But my God, the people watching is lights people out. People watching <laughs> when there's a dollar off salad bar, you get like. 
everything. And so we nicknamed the restaurant our cruise ship oh. because it feels like yeah. you're at a cruise ship, which I've never been on, but I would imagine like the love boat or something, yeah. like the dining hall. And I try to like look cute, you know, it's just like a date. And after that, we do 24 hours with a 24-hour fast. So every Monday, we go to Minerva's, we have our um, lunch date, and then... That's one of the things, like, that, you know, at work, uh, they really like Echelon Front. And I like Jocko, so we've been doing a 24-hour fast a week. Um, You know, and actually, this last week, I've been doing a 24-hour fast, like, two or three, four days, and I go, oh, just eating dinner and that stuff to try and... You know, you get a little stagnant even though you're exercising at home and that stuff. And then every quarter, like the solstice and the equinoxes, we've been doing a 72-hour like Jocko talked about. I like that a lot. Every season. So we started it last summer Mm, with our first 72-hour fast. And your immune system is said to regenerate when you do that. Um, So the first one we did, and it was quite a journey. We got all trippy and we've gotten better at it I think I thought like the first one we both didn't know what to expect the second one you dealt with better than me and the third one I dealt with best oh yeah the third one I was just like I could have went I got, kept going I got very like, like emotionally drained but what but you know I think I didn't rest as much I was still working out and yeah I kept working out through the, the third one I the third one was the second one I had trouble with like I was shaky and that stuff the first one the first one was just hungry, you know, like that last, the last, we went to a little, what was that little party called? The guys that are in NPR? Uh, Badger Fest. Badger Fest. We went to Badger Fest and they're, they're a bunch of poets, right? Yeah. So we went to these old guys and they're old, including Brooke's stepdad. Yep. That they do poetry and went to Badger Fest and everybody's eating and drinking and that stuff and we were chugging tea and making it through. That was like six or seven and we ate at noon the ne- day after. And, uh, you know, we had a great time, don't get me wrong, and everybody thought we were crazy and it was it was cool. It was inspiring, like, again, by Jocko. And then, uh, but that night, like yeah, like you said, it was, it was like trippy. You'd wake up and you just, you didn't know what... I mean, it didn't feel bad, but it didn't feel good. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. We went to Shahi Palace, a beautiful little Indian restaurant here in town. And they have a great little buffet. And they're doing takeout, which we should go to after this during this quarantine shit. Um, but, you know, like, that was a wonderful... I'll get, I'm going to get to it at the closing thoughts, but that was a wonderful meal. And there's a photo of us. I wish we could put a photo attached to this. I can. Um, but that was our first 72-hour fast. And during that, I was hosting a, a yoga festival. That oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, so I was busy because mm-hmm. um, I had that to put together and, and to pull off. And yeah, we were at this festival. And I was actually doing, I did a whole year with no alcohol. So I was in the middle of that, you know, well, mm-hmm. most of the way through that too. And... Um, I have a photo of us and you should just when I look at the clarity in our eyes like it just there's a real reset and so doing this fast with the equinox of the seasons has been I think it's really tied us a little bit more to the to nature honestly so sometimes I think about the ways that we're so different you know like I'm but in these other ways we're so Complimentary, you know, and I think the two of us have very different relationships to nature. Yeah, well, I mean, like, but when they come together, it's like super on. Yeah, like last night, we were literally talking about what to talk about on this, and like, I made venison shanks, and I've always just like boned them out and thrown them in for burger and that stuff, but I put them in like 225, 250 years. I don't even remember anymore. For like eight hours. I thought it was the time. 250 for a very long time. Okay. And I threw in like some celery under it and just random stuff. And I was going to do a Hank uh, Shaw recipe. But instead, I made tikka marsala out of that. I got to tell you something. Like, I will never, ever burger out a, a shank again. What did you think of that? 
Because the reason why I bring it up, she's like, she never would have eaten a venison shank before yesterday. And we browned it, we slow cooked it, Dutch oven roasted, low and slow. And we had meatballs, um, they're beef now because the kids ate me out of deer and that stuff. And we had green green casserole. Green green casserole. Yeah, green, it's green bean casserole, anybody else, but Cook <laughs> calls it something different. We had some crab salad that I made up and well, mashed potatoes and that stuff. Yeah, it was a super fun. There were eight of us home. Reno uh, is kind of quarantined herself off from college and that stuff. Uh, but that was a super fun meal. But I do want to know. And like all the meatballs I made this last year were deer. And just don't tell anybody. What do you think of eating that? What did like I eat? I, 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 no, just anything the last year where, you know, I'm cooking stuff. Well, well you don't know what I'm cooking. Most people, I, like the kids ask, is this bought from a store? And they usually don't answer. And then they eat it and enjoy it. And I go, oh, no, I, I shot that. Well, <laughs> um, I think I would say like... Before I met you, most of my diet is vegetables and fish, honestly. Um, and I don't feel great about eating red meat often, but I think it's different when there's a relationship to the animal, when um, the animal that's slaughtered has been, I feel like your relationship to the animal, like when you're with it, when it's dying, and you have to be the one to interact with it, like, what yeah, you, like butcher, Quincy. you said butcher. Well, like Quincy, and she was talking about, like, I shot a doe with a muzzle loader. Quincy's just, our, our nine-year-old. Yeah, nine-year-old daughter. And uh, I go, I'm going to go get the truck, bring it closer before we quartered it out and that stuff. And it was out west. And she just, like, watched it. Just, she goes, it made some weird sounds. It was kind of moving. She didn't know what to think. But she thought it was cool. Yeah. and She's I've, like... And then we were carrying it out, you know, like for identification purposes. I go, what do you want to carry? She goes, the head. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, she got to to, to figure that out. Um, and there's, like, the thing is, like, I'm not one of those guys like, oh, you don't eat horns. I like to shoot big deer. And I've shot some nice deer out of my buddy Jake's place, which I appreciate. Like, I'll get out. But in the end, I love eating the damn things. And I love cooking them. And, like, I'll tell you what. That stuff that came out last night, we were going to do, like, a garlic sauce on it. And had some tikka marsala sauce I saw. And we cooked it up on that. And, like, that one was that one was up there, like, top ten wild game meals I've ever eaten. It was beautiful. It was awesome. And I feel like eating the Indian spices at this time have all of the anti-inflammatory, oh, yeah. um, you know, immune-boosting immune um, ingredients um, in them that feel right. Tomorrow we're going, we're going jambalaya, and I'll tell you, it's a bunch of elk. My buddy Jake shot it because we did a bet on the Vikings Raiders, you know, a bottle of whiskey and some Uncle Ed steaks versus some elk that he shot. And we got 10 pounds of elk, and we're going to... Make a little elk jambalaya, a little shrimp in it, a little everything. Right. So anyway, like, I don't know exactly how we got here, but to circle it back, um, yeah. So the interesting things about our lifestyles together right. that we've brought together would be that element of fasting. And um, when you do any longevity research, so that would be any research um, or literature on, on the length of, of life, and not just in years but in quality, fasting is one of... Fasting and sleep, quality of sleep, are the two elements that um, really build a long mm -hmm. and healthy life. And so that's something that's not easy, but I think once you commit to it, it's, I found it to be incredibly, it's like a super boost. I think, you know, my, I don't know what you know, but one is like, I believe in one, 24 hour fasting, two, 72 hour fasting. And I believe in 16 by eight fasting too. I don't always do it. It's like Joe Rogan's like, when you fall off the wagon, like today we had breakfast burritos. They were awesome. I would have had a little hangover. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we someone, had a little campfire. Someone, yeah, <laughs> someone said, go get a burrito. But like, I do love that. And I love that we're eating one today. And, you know, I packed on some weight. But then I started to think like, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm almost gaining muscle because I feel stronger eating a larger quantity. Do uh, that Glen Villa Villa Venue or whatever it is that from that Alaska show I showed you, where he's just eating once a day. I mean, there's something to be said about that. So I really believe in that fasting thing. I really believe in that wild game thing. Don't get me wrong. I buy plenty of groceries too, and we eat lots of greens. Yeah, we're we're big on that green green casserole. Well, and now that you've been working from home, you know about my daily juicing. Yes, there is juicing, <laughs> turmeric and ginger, like Brooke says. There's so much in there. You'll you'll shit, shit your, your pants. pants. Yeah. In the best way. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of pants shit. And what else you got? <laughs> um, for our lifestyle. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just kind of fun for your listeners maybe to get a little different take on your life. Um, so one of our favorite things to do is to go to fake cooking class. It's not fake. It's actually, <laughs> well, we don't cook. Yeah, it's Plum's Cooking, and it's Sioux Falls, and there's a lot of listeners there, and there's only, what, 16 or 18 seats. And maybe. Yeah. They are the best, and I grab recipes, like I've made tangine out of it and that stuff. Moroccan, right? Yeah, but first class we went to, we thought we were going to be cooking. No, you just sit and watch them cook and get to relax. It's the best thing I've ever watched in my life. And it's honestly, I think, moving. Oh, it's one of the best dates you ever had. It's such a beautiful date, and it's almost like going to a concert. Your senses are so involved, you can smell as they're like warming up the oil and putting Mm -hmm. in the onions or the garlic and all of the different... Um, So we've done Moroccan night. Turkish. Brunch with your parents. Uh, it was Chinese with Madeline. I missed Mexican night because I had to travel for work and you took... I was there year, making tamales, but yep. I took a client. Yeah, I took a client. And then uh, 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 New Orleans or, or Cajun, whatever Cajun it was. Cajun with Roger. With, with Roger, who might be the most pleasant and delightful and interesting man I've ever met. Yeah, well, I worked in the oil industry and lived here, here, here. You list off these. Africa. Africa, London, Austria. List off all these countries and that stuff. And Which then, is where he learned to do his cooking. Yeah. And then he finally decides to come back home. They're living in Houston. And basically he told him he's going to be laid off. And so he goes, yeah, we decided to drive around. And we were looking for about 200,000 person towns. And they took a year and drove around. And it was deciding between... Some place in Colorado, Utah, and Sioux Falls, and they love Sioux Falls. There's no association with it whatsoever. And Sioux Falls other is than very lucky. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that, and one of the things this town is, I love this town. I love Anyways, it. Anyways, keep going. What else you got? Yeah, Any so notes? our fake cooking classes. Fake cooking. Definitely something that we're missing. Um, and Nate and I, since quarantine, not only are we benefiting from juicing every day with the ginger... And turmeric, but we've decided that instead of it's a... very dark <laughs> to shit your pants. Yeah, you don't want to shit your pants. Okay. But sometimes you do. Okay. So... <laughs> Are you in the closing thoughts already? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Keep going. No. Um, so what we've decided is that instead of obsessing about like, oh, we're going to get really ripped or we're going to get really fat or whatever, we're just going to try to be chill and do oh. 20 minutes every day of running... Or walking, depending on the weather and, you know, you can't, we, I don't choose to run every day. Some resistance yeah. for 20 minutes and yoga for 20 minutes each day. Yeah, like you did yoga and we went on a long walk today and I just wasn't feeling so I took a resistance and yoga day off. I set a goal actually this year and I think I'm tracking, tracking all right, but I quit using my planner to work out 300 days this year, you know. But I love it. I love that little run. I love low resistance. I love low flow. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the corona out of your lungs. Um, and I thought it was, I think it's worth kind of noting that we have got this family dynamic that is just wild. Like, I think the story of it is, could be like a mini series in itself. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I mean, between the two of us, there's seven kids. So I had three children, and Nate had three children. And then, like I mentioned, we have guardianship over a young teenager named Grace who lost both of her parents. You say she's your sister. She's my half-sister, yeah. 
Um, and so we've I've had guardianship of her for about four years now, and she's doing really well. Um, but she's here all the time. The other kids are here half the time, and the other half we get to enjoy some pseudo alone time other than our teenager upstairs. Strap on. Our strap on. I call them all strap ons. <laughs> our strap ons. Um, but our oldest, Rena, is um, she's in college now, but she has a really rare degenerative disease called Friedrich's ataxia, which I'd never heard of until she got diagnosed at age 12. Um, so that's kind of its own side story and then taking guardianship of this orphan and the rest of the kids are pretty robust um, and imaginative. This weekend they were making, our poor neighbors, they were making birdhouses out of cardboard boxes and hanging them from the fence and our backyard looked like... Looked like goddamn clampets is what it looked like. It was pretty trashy. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a wild life and... I feel like there's room, it sounds wild and crazy, but there's more space than ever, you know, that Mm -hmm. you get to travel and do your hunting, and I've done more traveling than ever for my work since we've come together and made this big family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any thoughts? Uh, I had a had a few, but I think we should go to the closing ones and that stuff. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. Or is there anything else? So our closing thoughts were, when this all, well, employed, and I'm going to use the term, goddamn quarantine, coronavirus, terrible times, which y'all learn to go from. But ladies first, what have you learned through all of this? Well, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I have learned to do things for myself. Um, I'm usually the person who, well, you don't have to look at me. (laughs) Well, for instance, there are things that I've wanted done around the house and was just waiting for the right time to hire the right people to do it. And I've realized that not only can I paint every wall in the house, but I did paint every wall in the Mm -hmm. house. Yeah. That has been accomplished already. (laughs) And... Um, I've really learned that there's really nothing holding you back. Like, I don't understand why I wasn't going full throttle at life before. Um, so just kind of like a little embarrassing about why haven't I, you know, just been a little bit more action oriented. And so I'm ready for that. Cool. Yeah. Mine is, I told you, I miss so much, and I appreciate so much. I miss going to the farmer's market. I miss going to our friends at Lux and having dinner together, which Brooke and I, we did Minerva's and we during a day date, and we'd do a night date once a week. We'd go out twice a week, for sure. And I think it's very important to date the shit out of your wife. But we'd go out on this beautiful lunch date, and I miss every single one of those people. I miss Gary seating us at Minerva's. I miss seeing the same folks there. I miss the people watching. I miss going to looks. I miss my friends at looks. I miss Sam the bartender. I miss all those guys. I miss going to, you know, Aldi. I go to Aldi still. I still say I go to looks. I go to Aldi and I go to uh, uh, Lewis, a local drugstore that's got stuff. And I'm just, that's where I go for all this stuff now. I miss those people. I, I walked in and the two old guys were working. They know me by name at the drugstore. And they got minimal groceries. They got all the stuff you need. It's a little bit more who cares. And they call you by name. And I worry about those guys. I miss that. I miss, and I say this, I love my job. I miss my coworkers. I miss my fucking office. And when I get back, like, we laugh and joke about this. is no shit. I'm going to hug the shit out of a lot of people to the point where HR is probably going to have me in a conference room saying, you can't keep hugging everybody. Tough shit. I'm hugging them. Whether peeing at the urinal or what have you, I'm hugging them. <laughs> okay. But I miss everything. I miss plums. I miss Tracy there. I miss the classes. I miss going out with Brooke. I miss this whole thing. And all it did was make me realize, one... I love my kids. I love to cook for my kids. I love spending time with my kids. But I miss so much. And all missing does is make you appreciate more. Just like 
without, you don't grow without pain. I always say weightlifting. Is it fun? No. You're doing curls. Does it hurt? Yeah. Do your muscles get bigger? Yeah. So with resistance comes growth. And with that being said, there's a lot of resistance. And when I get back in those damn places in the next two, three, four, five, seven weeks, and I'm a libertarian, so I'm saying we got to balance the, the, the liberties versus, and I'm one of those people where you say you can worry about people's health, you can worry about liberties and that stuff. But when we get this thing done in the next two to four to six to eight weeks, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm going to hug the shit out of you, and I'm going to enjoy the shit out of my meals. The thing that I learned was Brooke and I, and they were late by 45 minutes with our sushi, and we're waiting outside, and I'm getting torqued off and that stuff. And Brooke's like, have a good night. And I was actually, usually I try and stay balanced, but I was pissed. And we went to Tokyo on 57th Louise, and when we started eating that food, I don't know if I've had better, it was takeout. And I want to eat in the restaurant, I do. But I don't know if I've enjoyed something more. No. That was, like I said, isn't this the best? Now, it may not have been the best quality or the best stuff, which I'll contend it is some of the best sushi I've ever eaten, but let's just say a snapshot. Cause I'm talking about I've eaten there in the past. It's fresh. It's a snack. It's not in a plastic box, what have you. But I swear to Christ, because God is my witness, those kind people put together the meal of all meals, and I'll never appreciate it more. You know what I mean? Totally. God, I love that. So all I learned out of this whole quarantine thing is I can't wait to hunt the shit out of this fall. I can't wait to hug the shit out of everybody in a couple weeks. And I can't wait to appreciate my life more. And I also had the craziest Easter ever. This is a complete sidebar. It's not on the agenda. I love watching Andrea Bocelli at at the the Milan church or whatever Mm -hmm. singing to the world. That was the most spiritual, you know, I like going to church on Easter, but that was the most spiritual thing that you could do right now. The way he sang Ave Maria and Amazing Grace, it's what the world needed. So, that's why I have. Anything else to add? Thanks for having me. Oh, having me? I'm the one that's lucky enough to be with you, Hot Pants. Oh, by the way, what was your drinking thing? Um, Lights out. Ah, and I baited you. Mine was whenever I bring up Shit's Creek or she brings up Shit's oh, Creek. We joke. never brought up Shit's Creek. Uh, honey, if, when you listen it. to this, there's going to be a lot of very dark, drunk people on this <laughs> oh, call. Shit, it's getting <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I swear to God, this weekend we're going turkey and we'll put one out. And Brooke and I will make sure you do this more often. Namaste. All right.